Coming up, teams try to hit the ground running to start the second half of the season. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us to recap all of the action for you from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Lewis Robert hit a home run on Sunday to help the White Sox win after he hit a bunch of home runs in the home run derby last week. And they beat the Braves yesterday. Locked On White Sox checks in after that win. The Chicago White Sox beat the Atlanta Braves 8-1 on Sunday. Hey, I'm Nick Murawski from Locked on White Sox. The Chicago White Sox, one of the worst teams in all of baseball, uh, took a series from the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta. Uh, They won on Saturday. They won on Sunday. It was the White Sox' first road series win since early June in New York against the Yankees. Uh, White Sox... Uh, not all good. Uh, rough outing from Michael Kopech in game one of the series, and Aloy Jimenez got hurt again uh, on Sunday. But some good stuff from Tuki Toussaint. Uh, the offense uh, exploded for some runs on Sunday thanks to a four-for-five day from Luis Robert Jr. Jake Berger had a couple bombs uh, during the weekend series. Sox are now 15 games under 500 and eight games back in the Central. Four more. Check out the Lockdown White Sox podcast. The Orioles almost watched a five-run lead disappear in the ninth inning on Sunday, but Baltimore just barely held off a late Marlins rally to finish the weekend on a win. Lockdown Orioles has more after the victory. Attention Tampa Bay Rays. Objects in mirror may be closer than they appear. The Orioles, after sweeping the Miami Marlins, And thank you to the Royals, the worst team in baseball, for taking one from the Rays. The Orioles are one game back of Tampa in the AL East. What a sweep it was for the O's. Held on on Sunday, we'll say that. Entered the ninth with a 5-0 lead, left the ninth with a 5-4 win. Had to get Luis Arise out with the tying run on second and two down, and Danny Coulomb did it for his first career save. Orioles get the three runs early without... The Marlins recorded an out in the first inning. They hold on for the 5-4 win. They sweep the fish. They've won eight in a row. They're the hottest team in baseball, and they've got a chance tomorrow night to tie for first in the AL East. What a world with Grayson Rodriguez on the hill. But I'll recap the entire weekend sweep coming up on Monday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. Masataka Yoshida put the exclamation point on the Red Sox win over the Cubs with a grand slam at Wrigley Field. Lockdown Red Sox recaps all of the 11-run output from the Boston offense. Masataka Yoshida is him. The man just absolutely continues to mash with a grand slam today and a two-run triple to drive in six of the Red Sox 11 runs in the game. He is so fun to watch. I love that he is in a Boston Red Sox uniform. And Tristan Casas also hit a home run for the third day in a row. Great series for him. It's so nice to see him growing into form and after being patient and giving him time, it seems like he might be starting to figure himself out. So that's definitely something to look out for as well. And Cutter Crawford, really nice day on the mound. Six innings of just one hit baseball. Still has to cut down on the walks and work out a few other mechanical issues. But overall, I'm definitely excited for his future with this team. 
In the 12th inning, Kyle Schwarber hit a sack fly deep enough to score the winning run and finally end the game against the Padres. After the longest game of the day on Sunday, both of our local experts give us their takes. The Philadelphia Phillies win on a walk-off in the 12th inning. My goodness, what a long day of baseball. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies, seven hours after the game was supposed to get going is about how long it took to finish this one with a long rain delay. And this team, they just keep on fighting. Doesn't matter if they go extras. Doesn't matter if they're down and they got to fight back. Uh, unbelievable. Kyle Schwarber, big home run today. Walks it off with a sacrifice fly. Just such a great series for the Phillies coming out of the All-Star break. Remember, last year, they come out of the All-Star break. They get swept out of Chicago by the Cubs. This year, they take three of four from the San Diego Padres. They really put the Padres down in the wild card standings. They make up some ground on Miami. Off day tomorrow, everybody rest up. You need the bullpen to get a little bit healthier. But what a job by Jeff Hoffman today, too, to keep the Phillies in it. Just such a good series for this team. We'll talk more on the next episode of Locked on Phillies. The Blue Jays scored four runs in the eighth that were insurance at the time against the Diamondbacks, but Toronto ended up needing that extra offense as Arizona mounted a comeback in the ninth inning. After picking up the win, Locked On Blue Jays joins us with a recap. Hello, friends. Craig Ballard, Locked On Blue Jays. How sweet it is. For the sixth time this season, the Toronto Blue Jays played a series finale at home with a chance for the sweep. And for the third time this season, they were successful in earning that sweep as they hang on. It got tight in the ninth, right? But the Blue Jays do hang on on Sunday afternoon to sweep away Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Gabriel Moreno, and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Kudos to the defense today and really in the series. There were some sloppy plays indeed, but overall some really good defense. And kudos to the bullpen for the most part, I know, right? I mean, Mitch White and Eric Swanson made things dicey today in the ninth. But getting to the ninth, we saw Jay Jackson continue to get the job done. Tim Meza was part of that great defense I referenced earlier. Trevor Richards, a little wilder than usual, sure, but got the job done as did Jimmy Garcia. Kudos and thank you to the add-on runs. Jays had add-on runs on Friday in this series, in the seventh, on Saturday, in the eighth inning, and today again in the eighth inning. I mean, absolutely massive. I hope to see you on Monday for the Lockdown Blue Jay podcast. Coming up, the extra inning walk-offs made for a fun Sunday of baseball across the league. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Sleeper. Do you want the chance to win more money with less picks? Head to Sleeper where you can win up to 100 times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. If you want to win up to 100 times your money on fantasy baseball, Sleeper is the place for you to do it because you can win up to 100 times payout for an eight-pick contest. So all you have to do is download the app and you can use our promo code locked on. You will get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers term of use details for more and currently operational in over 30 states. So check out sleeper today. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. In a series for the NL Central lead out of a break, the Brewers swept the Reds, and now they lead the division by two games over Cincinnati after that big weekend. Our hosts join you with the impact for both sides. Hi, everybody. Chuck Freeman here from Locked On Brewers. We'll drop the episode coming up a little bit later on on Sunday night. But how good was this bullpen this weekend? It was the Piamps, Pagero, and Williams bullpen on Saturday night. Another shutout. And then they come right back. Hobie Miller gets the job done, gives those other guys a rest. Williams cleans up. And this is after Hauser pitches into the sixth inning. And the Brewers get another home run from Christian Yelich. And Andrew Monastero with a big 
big RBI base hit, a bloop single that gives the Brewers the lead in that eighth inning. Let's be honest. We thought the Brewers, do we really think the Brewers are going to sweep this three-game series in Cincinnati? I thought after they got the first two, we'd have the Sunday lineup and then go from there. But now they got the day off on Monday, heading to Philly on Tuesday. We'll talk about it coming up on Lockdown Brewers in a little bit. Looking forward to the show. A sweep in Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Reds wrote a book over the weekend. How not to start the second half of the season after the All-Star break. They get swept by the Milwaukee Brewers. They score three total runs in the series. They have ten total hits in the series. They were just absolutely outplayed. The Brewers came to play. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast. And... Things hit a bit of a low. I won't say an all-time low, but that was a rough series for the Reds this weekend. The kind of thing that it's going to challenge this young roster to come back from. But then the Reds make a huge announcement. Christian Encarnacion Strand is coming to the major leagues. And this team somehow just got better. The Guardians thought they could avoid a sweep on Sunday until the Rangers scored four runs in their last at-bats and stole one at home against Cleveland. Lockdown Rangers recaps the comeback. What a freaking way to start the second half. The Rangers score four runs in the bottom of the eighth inning for a comeback win against the best bullpen in baseball, a 6-5 to five win for the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Paddock, host of the Locked On Rangers podcast. This was the second come-from-behind win that the Rangers had in this series. On Friday, the Rangers absolutely blew the doors open in the seventh and eighth innings against this Guardians bullpen that is the best in baseball by ERA and by several other advanced metrics. The Rangers got their offense together for something they hadn't really done much of all season, getting clutch at-bats and walks from Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. Then Nathaniel Lowe comes up with a big single. Dolce Garcia comes up with a big double. And then Josh Young plates a pair on the first pitch that he sees, giving the Rangers the lead. Will Smith closes out a little bit of drama with the replay review booth, but the Rangers get their win, win their first three of the second half. And after going into the break on a rough stretch, looks like this team is being back to one of the best in baseball. Alan Trejo's first home run of the season came in the bottom of the 11th inning, giving the Rockies a win over the Yankees on Sunday afternoon. Our Locked On hosts for both teams have more after a dramatic finish. Everybody say it with me now here. Coors! A Coors Field Classic. The Colorado Rockies take two of three from the New York Yankees to start the second half of the year in one of their biggest wins of the season. Garrett Cole started this game, this finale for the Yankees. He got another double-digit strikeout performance, but the Rockies, using the long ball, something they have desperately needed all season long, are able to survive and win a game that, honestly, they had missed multiple chances in. This game had classic missed opportunity written all all over it for the Colorado Rockies. Instead, this team pulls out a nice win and really puts a little bit more of a headache into the fans, into head, Yankees fans' heads. Man, what an absolute treat of a game. Massive home runs from uh, not only Crone, but all the young guys as well. A fun start to the second half, and we'll be breaking it all down on Locked on Rockies. We're going to try and be positive. This is Stacy Gotsoulias of Locked on Yankees. Yankees drop Sunday's game 9-7 to the Rockies in extra innings. Positive. Let's be positive. Garrett Cole, six innings, one run. 
11 strikeouts. He moves into first place on the Yankees list of starters who've had the most starts with 10 or more strikeouts. Ron Guidry was sitting there pretty in the first place spot with 23, and now Garrett Cole has 24 of those starts. It's amazing when you think about it because Ron Guidry played with the Yankees a really long time. Garrett Cole has not, so it just shows you how great Garrett Cole has been for the Yankees. Other positives, Oswaldo Peraza comes up and makes an immediate impact on the team. That's about it. So watch Locked on Yankees. We're going to talk about the series. We're going to preview the Angels series. And it's Minor League Monday, which is everyone's favorite day of the week. The Mets walked things off on Sunday as well, but theirs came in a pitcher's duel before New York scored its second run of the game in the 10th inning. Locked on Mets goes over that final. Well, what looked like a pretty brutal weekend of Mets baseball ended with the silver lining as they were able to walk off a victory in extra innings to salvage something against the Los Angeles Dodgers. This is Ryan Finkelstein, the host of Locked On Mets, and what we saw this weekend was some pretty good pitching performances by Kodai Sanga and Max Scherzer, but absolutely no offense, which leads you to wonder... Is this team destined to be a seller at the deadline? And that's all I'll be discussing on tomorrow's show. But also, we get to rejoice in uh, a night uh, where the Mets were able to pull something off. And Louis Guillaume was the hero with a walk-off hit. So we'll be talking about all those different things on tomorrow's edition of Locked on Mets. Shohei Otani hit another home run, but it was not enough for the Angels to overcome five Astros homers as Houston got the win on Sunday. Locked on Angels goes over that narrow defeat for LA. I'm a happily married man, and I've had my share of heartbreak in my life through my dating life. Nobody's broken my heart more than the Los Angeles Angels. What's going on, everybody? John Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. It was a nail-biter weekend as the Angels faced the Astros. They lost Friday night. They had this incredible comeback on Saturday night. Then they have a 7-3 lead. Uh, They bring in Carlos Estevez to face the toughest hitters in the Astros' order. He gives up a two-run home run, but you feel like, you know what, still 7-5. Jaime Berea is supposed to come in and get the bottom of the order and can't do it. He's hanging up stuff, and Kyle Tucker takes him deep. He gives up another home run, and Kyle Tucker earlier robbed Moustakas of a home run, and then he robs Matt Theis of getting Mickey Moniak home on the tying run to end the game. We're going to talk about this series, where the Angels stand, and what Mike and I think on Locked On Angels. We hope you'll join us. That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. As always, we thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Now go make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from so you can stay up to date on the second half of the MLB season. I'm Kanani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.